the new in Nashville podcast with your host, Pacey, from 105.1 KNCI. They got uh, Fillmore in. How you doing, man? Good, man. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Um, when so, so let me first start off. You come from Missouri. Yes. So is it a small town in Missouri? Where exactly? Um, it's about an hour outside St. Louis would be the best way to describe it. So I, I can claim St. Louis because... The big question in St. Louis is what high school you went to, and right. like, I fall in the parameters of that question, if that makes sense. Okay, so it's a uh, Wildwood, Missouri, though. Yeah. So you're kind, of, so you're kind of from a big city, then. Yeah, I, I, I was like right where suburbia met middle of nowhere, so it was kind of like <laughs> it's a little, you know, it's Missouri. So okay, so how is it? Because a lot of um, a lot of up and coming artists, you know, they're usually from like a small town, so they'll sing like oh small town like type of stuff of is there a difference of like the music that you write when coming from kind of a a, a big city you're an hour outside of it but yeah um I, ne- I mean we never really went down to the city other than like cardinals games or like back when we had the rams you know you know there's are you are you like really angry about that <laughs> no i'm not it was the best show on turf ended in like 2002 so right. I, th- I think we're all right but uh <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm not sour. I said, it's all good. Um, Are you still a Rams fan? No, I gave it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you even watch football anymore? Uh, well, we got the. You know, I've been in Nashville six and a half years, so. Um, I can claim the Titans. I like the Seahawks as well, so a little bit there. So. What? Okay, sorry. I know we're going tangent. What yeah. made you like the Seahawks? Because I'm a Niners fan, and that's our absolute rival. There it is. Okay. Uh, so why? Just because I played Watershed, and uh, like Russell Wilson's camp was amazing to me, and like this whole thing. So just from like that experience. And him being such a cool dude, like I will like like them. I, I mean, I, like you know, I'll watch it. I will say it. that it's it's really difficult to hate on Russell Wilson. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, it's very easy to hate on Tom Brady. <laughs> so it's and and that's it's weird what, how that works. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I just you know, I, as a 49er fan, I'm supposed to hate uh, the Seahawks, but it's so because Russell Wilson is such a cool dude. He follows his faith. You know, I yeah. don't think him and Sierra actually even had sex until they got married. Crazy. Um, so it's wait, who? <laughs> do you Sorry. not believe that? <laughs> That's not me. That's not me. That's someone else in the room. Uh, right. I don't even know her. I don't know why she's here. <laughs> um, so you know, I'll forgive you for the for the Seahawks fan thing. Titans, uh, Titans is great. Yeah, really. I'm just claiming random teams at this point because I've lost mine. So. <laughs> I can't really be a fan of anything at this point. <laughs> Are you a Predators fan? Uh, no, I'll go Blues. You know, St. Louis Blues. Got so, it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They do still have a team. So you yeah. still you're still trying to keep your roots there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Cardinals, Blues. I'll claim it. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So, I, th- back to the the whole writing songs about small towns and everything like that. For me, um, it's it's more more about my personal experiences and, and my town that I grew up in, and all the stories. So I have songs that touch on everything from where I grew up and how I grew up to um, girls that either I broke their heart or they broke mine or, you know, just random stories, even from like the place that I live in now in Nashville and everything in my life is pretty much written into a story, into a song that either I've put out or I'm going to put out. So, so when you moved to Nashville, what is the first thing you did? Did you look for like a part-time job? Did you, <laughs> cause it's, I know it's tough to, to, come up as a as uh you know a new artist or a new you know writer for sure and some people i've heard have to work like three jobs just to be able to you know make it through nashville because not as cheap as it used to be no for sure but you know it wasn't i mean i've been there six and a half years so um i graduated university of missouri mizzou and i moved straight to nashville and um i was touring my senior year of college i was touring the whole time but um 
just random gigs and stuff like that, but more busy my senior year of college and there was no school in the business, no class in the business school on Friday. So I would travel up to the Northeast because you could hit a couple colleges and make a bunch of cash for sitting in a cafeteria playing for nobody. So there was that <laughs> whole thing. And um, then I traveled back and, you know, go to class or party all week, either one. And uh, then uh, do it again. So I had saved up a bit of money and then I moved straight to Nashville knowing nobody and um, just started finding the bars that other people and in industry people would go to. Like and, on Broadway, or are you talking about like the side bars? Um, both. I mean, at that time, it's still not really Broadway, but you could meet a lot of musicians on Broadway, which is how you could kind of build out like good players, because a lot of good players would still play on Broadway. Yeah. Um, and they'll even go back there to grab work sometimes still now. Um, so it was kind of just a mix of everything. I just kind of just tried to go places, meet people, and it took a little while. Um and, you know, I got my first pub deal within a year. And then, uh, you know, I played on Broadway for a hot second, just uh, three months, which almost became an alcoholic. But I'm fine. Everything's fine. Dude, I would if I lived on Broadway, I would die. Or I'm if saying. I lived near Broadway. Yeah. Because yeah. my mom lives in Nashville. She actually oh, lives in. Uh, so you she, understand everything. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. lives in Nolensville. OK. Um, which luckily is far enough to where you have to, like, actually almost save up for the amount of Uber it takes. Exactly. It's like 45 minutes or something. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, even if she, if she lived, like, in downtown, I would probably die in the weekend that I'm visiting her. True. You would never make it. Yeah. Broad, <laughs> Broadway is like it's it's so if unless you've been there, you wouldn't understand why they call it Nash Vegas. Yeah, exactly. And you've been to Las Vegas before, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, the Strip, you know, even though the Las Vegas Strip is a lot longer, comparatively, yeah. there's just as many bars on that smaller strip of Broadway. Oh, yeah. It's way easier to hit in Nashville. A- absolutely. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And that's why I'm shocked that they don't have, like, more alcohol poisoning, like, on the, or, like, just people passed out in the morning on the street. Or, I don't know. Some Maybe they do. It might be. They're just hiding it from us. You never exactly. know. Exactly. <laughs> so, before the pandemic, you toured with Walker Hayes. Yes. How was that? Um, awesome. He's, he's an amazing dude. Um, the whole camp is... Uh, super kind and take care of us so it's it's uh it's been a very easy tour to be a part of and um selling out a lot of venues and packing a lot of big clubs um big venues and it's it's just a culmination of just being a part of something awesome that he's built and then the touring that i've done over the past couple years almost four years i guess and yeah you've toured with with sam hunt just a lot of people yeah it's just like getting in, in country getting in front of a bigger act or that's what's so great about country, which you were talking before we got on the air, but like so many people, like it's very much a community and we all want to help each other. So, um, and, and being there in Nashville for a while now, I've able, been able to write with everybody, meet people, um, and just keep those relationships. So getting in front of their crowds that they've built, it allows me to get in front of the people that show up early and hopefully gain a couple more fans, even if it's five to 15 at a time. Whatever. I guarantee you it's more than that. At no, a but, time you know, too. but like at the beginning when there was right. no one showing up for certain shows that I was opening for, it's like, it's crazy how much time and effort behind the scenes goes into all this until it's like, now you're on radio and it's like, Oh man, like you, you made it like overnight. And it's right. Like, not at all, man. Like, but the funny thing is even, even at that point, the work doesn't stop. Oh, I know. I, I'm learning that very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. It's when, an overdrive. Like the, and, and that's, you know, again, we were talking before we got on the air is um, the reason I love country music fans versus really anything else, pop fans, hip hop fans, um, is the passion that we have for the music. And you're right. And it's not even just a community within the artists. I feel like it's all a, also a community within the fans. Really you know, is. So if you're opening up for someone like Walker Hayes or Sam Hunt or John Party you know, they're legitimately going to give you a shot in their heart. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll be open-minded to, oh my gosh, who is that? Whereas, you know, if you're opening for someone like maybe Drake, 
Like mm-hmm. no one's really going to care. They're just to see. They're just there to see Drake. They don't yeah. care. Yeah. You know, and that's what I. That's what I love, and that's why I love to continue to stay in, in country. Uh, you know, music industry is the fans, and I feel like the artists. You know, you guys are are usually so humble. Even even at this point, I was talking to someone about Taylor Swift being super humble still, and Carrie Underwood. So I'm hoping you stay the same, which I'm assuming you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I'm- I'm just me 100% and just uh, enjoying the ride, and I'm just I'm super grateful for everything that's happening. So it's been good so far. Is there anyone, and you don't have to name names, <laughs> is there any country artist you've met that you were like, oh, he actually seems a lot more humbler on stage than... 100%. You have? Yes. Okay. Uh, can I guess? No, I'm just kidding. You can guess. <laughs> can I give you multiple choice? No, I'm uh, sure, yes, no, please. I'm, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> um, would I be surprised to find out who it was? No. Okay, so it, maybe it, it's it's someone I assume is a dick already. Well, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Okay, we'll talk off the <laughs> this mic. Is too much. Um, so who would you love, love, love to either collaborate or tour with? Oh man, uh, probably Keith Urban in the country format. Probably yeah. Keith Urban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, have you ever met him? I have not. Okay, would you like? Would you like just like cry and fall to your knees if you did? Uh, inside I would, but I, I'd hold it together on the outside or try to. <laughs> how long, like, is he one of your inspirations of like how you write your music or? Is- um, I, I think he was definitely an influence growing up along with Rascal Flats and along with pretty much every genre and, um, even older country. Like for me, it was like, we grew up with the internet. We grew up with a little bit of everything from your parents, what they listen to, to what you love and everything keeps evolving. So really, um, I could claim every genre of different people that have influenced me, but, uh, in the country format, he's definitely in the top three or four for sure. Is there outside of the country format? What's your favorite artist? Would you say? Um, and Taylor Swift's not pop, so we're. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I think that also changes from time to time. You know, I'll, I'll go through different artists that I'm obsessed with that I think are awesome. Like you know, either like a Black Bear or a John Bellion, or um, I mean, everyone loves Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Or like when you claim that you loved Ed Sheeran and then everyone jumped on it like a year later exactly. and you're like, dang it. He's right. It's so funny about Ed Sheeran is, uh, did you, now do you also write songs for other artists? Um, I'd like to think that I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one day. No, if anyone ever cuts them, no, I'm just joking. Um, no, but I'm serious. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I write a bunch of music all over the board. Um, I don't have any big cuts yet. No. Okay. But. Cause it's funny. Cause I know Ed Sheeran, right? Like I didn't realize how many oh, yeah. other artists he right He's written for. Not awesome. That's crazy. Absolutely. I think that's so cool though. And I think, I think he's actually gotten sued for that, but you know, we'll, I'll edit that out anyway. Um, <laughs> but I mean, still, like, it's it's really amazing the more, you know, the more I talk to, you know, especially new up-and-coming artists, is how m- so many people actually got their foot in the door by actually writing music first. And it's almost like sometimes um, that's sometimes a prerequisite mm-hmm. to, you know, oh, did you have a, a huge hit that you wrote first? Now we'll give you a chance. You yeah. Know? It's definitely in the country format is definitely a thing for sure. Right. I guess in... I've seen it in pop as well, yeah. Um, yeah, it's almost like you have to pay your dues first, mm-hmm. which I totally understand because that's how radio works too. For sure. So then it, you know, you get to people that are like just founded on YouTube and like Bieber or something like that. And yeah. There's so many different paths to get to the end goal, whatever that end goal is. It's, it's just crazy. It's like you What is your end goal? Stadiums. Really? Yeah. <laughs> on your own or like? On my own. Okay. Yeah. That's, dude, that's, that's, that's a big dream. Now I will tell you that, does, does that dream scare you? No, sounds oh, exciting. Damn, because I was gonna say like one it's of my scary fa- to fail. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like one of my favorite sayings is if your if your dreams aren't scaring you, they're not big enough. 
Yeah, sorry. It doesn't scare me to play a stadium. It scares me to fail at not getting to that point. So yes. Ah. Okay. <laughs> but you like do you do you feel like this is kind of what you were destined for? Uh 100% just um you know, in the process of my life and getting to this point, it just felt like a lot of pieces fell this way and they continue to. So it's uh and it's always been, I mean, it's all I think about ever. So it's kind of just. Then that, I mean, that's yeah. me. I don't know if you're spiritual or not, but like. No, it's definitely. A thing. Um, you know, I, I strongly believe that like if you have a dream in your head, God gave you everything to actually make that dream possible. Like you have enough oh, yeah. to make that dream possible. Otherwise, he wouldn't have put that in your heart. There it is. I you love know? it. I'm so taking I, that from you. I believe, that, I believe that you will probably, you will most likely make, you know, be doing stadiums. Well, dude, you know? I'll invite you. Yeah, <laughs> so let's talk about your, your single slower. Yes, sir. What, so what, what was the inspiration for this song? Um, the story tends to change. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the real inspiration was just, uh, it, it was the way that we were, it was in a writer's room in, in Nashville and, uh, you know, I'd been listening to a bunch of other music and I just sort of came into, I, I love the drop before the chorus and the way that, you know, as a writer, you think of all these cool melodic movements you can come up with and how you want to put the song together, piece it together. Sometimes you find a title first. Sometimes you just come up with melodies first. In this situation, it was like we were dancing around a bunch of ideas, but um, the title slower. I said the title slower, and then it kind of led with like why it slows down melodically right before you hit the chorus. So it's like a little bit slower and then kind of speeds up. So, um, But if that's just from the writing side of things, um, the whole concept is more or less how – I've always kind of lived my life, and uh, just uh, I love holding on to moments and make them last a little bit longer. So maybe making them move a little slower. And uh, is that difficult? Like, especially with what you're doing now, like doing all these radio tours, going, you know, touring with with Walker. Like, is that difficult to just sit there and be like, "Wow, I'm actually on stage in front of a, a country star like Walker Hayes." Like, like, how difficult is it to just sit there and appreciate it before you actually have to move on to like the next thing? Bam, bam, bam. Um, I, I do think it is difficult and you overlook it sometimes just cause it's like so busy and, and once you accomplish something, at least for me, I, I hit that mark and I'm like, all right, what's next? And so like, I'm not really enjoying the mark that I hit sometimes. And so, um, I've been having to like, think about that and be like, okay, like enjoy the moment that you're in right now. Like this email and this text and this thing can wait like a couple hours. Like just enjoy this. Like, do you have people in your life that will sit there and be like, dude, you should be proud. Like this may not be where your end goal is, but you should be completely proud of where you're at now. Yes. They're sitting next to me. Right oh, now, awesome. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, speaking <laughs> of that, can we get you to, to uh, sing the song slower? Yeah, man. I, I love, love it. Hey y'all, it's Fillmore. And this is my new single slower. Kill the lights in your driveway Walk you to the door and kiss you in the porch light Like a gentleman We could chase a little magic Before the sun comes up Oh girl, there ain't no reason We gotta rush, let's make 
this night move a little bit slower girl and take another lap around this old town and let the radio take us where we wanna go get a little closer on the side of the road somewhere where we know nobody's watching get this world revolving a little bit slower in the world tonight just a little bit slower I wanna see you laugh like that in the moonlight Let you call every shot in the dark Like a gentleman I love what you do to me, yeah So let it linger on Let your kiss fall a little bit slower, girl And take another lap around this old town And let the radio take us where we wanna go Get a little closer on the side of the road Somewhere where we know nobody's watching Get this world revolving a little bit slower In the world tonight, just a little bit slower Just a little bit longer Lay back, play your song, yeah Making time freeze, make it all last Holding on to every drop this moment's got So let's make this night move a little bit Make this night move a little bit Slower girl and take another lap around this old town And let the radio take us where we wanna go Get a little closer on the side of the road Somewhere where we know nobody's watching Get this world revolving a little bit slower In the world tonight, just a little bit slower Just a little bit slower In the world tonight, just a little bit slower Just a little bit slower Yes, very good, I love Thank it you, man. Yes this has been the new in Nashville podcast. Listen to Pacey weekdays from 3 to 7 p.m. on New Country 105.1 KNCI.